The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Writer and director Alex Power is with us here today. How are you doing? I'm doing just great. Uh, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing great today as well. Your new film, which you've written and directed, called The Thieves' Code, can you just kind of describe the basic plot of it, first of all, for anyone that hasn't seen it? Well, um, um, the movie is a criminal drama. Um, it's about low-level thieves. Um, um, one of them... Um, and they're working in pair, and then they're one of them uncovers uh, that her well, uh, her wife is uh, has a debt to the mafia. Yeah. So um, she's trying to convince his uh, her other partner, her other lover, to um, uh, to do a high end heist to uh, in order to get the money, mm. and um, and then some things go wrong there. Uh, but uh, well, we'll leave it this to the viewer to see it. Yeah, absolutely. And how did you first get the idea to write a film about this? Um, actually, um, first I was well, that's my first feature film. Yeah. So um, I was um, creating um, originally a short film, mm. and um, by watching different people talking about. Um, how not to do a short film, you know, I, I was convinced that, you know, that it, this is um, probably my, uh, um, uh, oh, sorry. this is probably my shot to get a something bigger, something um, um, other than just a, a small 20-minute uh, film. So I eventually developed from from the short film, I developed a um, screenplay for the feature film, and uh, that that started over there. You know, so, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And throughout the film, there are various shots of graffiti as well, which I think is quite interesting. And I think the very first one I liked was Animal from the Muppets. You could see him. What was the sort of reason for the graffiti? What does that symbolize? Um. I don't think it symbolized much. Mm. Uh, people who who from San Francisco, they would understand yeah. this. Uh, most of this graffiti is there in Mission District in San Francisco, and that 
uh, that place changed. It was it was once it was a bad neighborhood, and then, then um, it kind of became okay neighborhood. And there's there's lots of different um, local politics involved with that. But um, the artists are keep uh, doing their art there, you know. Mm. So I was just um, I was just interested in showing that part of the town that is not um, that is not really uh, uh, tourist familiar with you know very few tourists go there I mean some some people do but uh, usually they go to uh, different places mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Fisherman Wharf you know um, other uh, riding a cable uh, card you know um, things like that but uh, this is more of a niche for <laughs> for tourists so I, w- I wanted to show it in my mm-hmm. movie to uh, that San Francisco has other side, you know, yeah. other than just like a mainstream stuff. Yeah, it's great to show the realistic portrayal of the city and what it's like for people that actually live there, rather than what we see as tourists and outsiders. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. And I take it, did you manage to get this film finished before COVID halted the film production world? I actually, yeah, it, it, it was actually finished before COVID. Yeah. As we know, um, um, the model for um, the the old model for filmmakers, for independent filmmakers, that were when you create a movie and then you um, submit to the festivals and hopefully someone will, uh, you will you will get selected for some festivals yeah. and then you get uh, you get. Uh, chosen by uh, as a winner for some festivals, and someone will pay attention to you, and then eventually you uh, you end up in Hollywood. That dream, that that model, does not work anymore. You know, yeah. so, so that let's say uh, back nineties, you know, Sam, uh, uh, Tarantino style, um, and like Robert Rodriguez stories, like they're they're not. They're anomaly right now, mm. so you, you don't see th- this many of these stories you know, anymore. Yeah. Um, I think I think everything goes to the uh, uh, media, uh, you know, online. Lots of people, uh, lots of people watching uh, movies online. Yeah, absolutely. Because this film is on Amazon Prime as well in both the UK and the US, and probably other places. So it's very accessible. That that's very important for. <laughs> for me yeah. as a filmmaker to show this to show my work mm. to uh people to the world you yeah. know that that is really uh, this is really like priceless you know especially for actors too when, when we got uh when we got uh accepted by amazon prime oh, we were like very excited especially actors you know, yeah. actors in most cases they're uh, they're they're working for small projects or they're working for big project but small roles you know yeah. but they're when when you get something like that that you can showcase yourself to the world it, it's a huge deal yeah for sure and how did you go about getting funding for the film because i suppose would a lot of companies giving you funding have to be quite confident in you given that this was your first feature film that you've directed i am actually funded myself ah. so everything came from my pocket wow. you know i i'm not i'm not super rich but mm. i got i saved some money i put some on a credit card you know some stuff you know so um yeah but uh back bar and still you know <laughs> for for your first feature you know? yeah that's how it actually worked you know or i didn't steal anything yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I guess it takes a lot of confidence in your own work to be able to put the money out of your own pocket into it. Yeah, it was my baby. It was my first. Uh, I wrote it. You know, I was directing. I was filming it. I had. I was. I was blessed with like uh, great actors. Yeah. I did casting myself also. You know, um, and um, um, the crew, uh, people who were helping me. Big shout out to them. You know, they're really. Uh, uh, they really made this happen, you know. Yeah. And was it easy to find people that wanted to audition for the film as well? Um, actually, I learned this as I was going, you know. It was like, mm, when you do independent film, when you make independent feature film, you actually need to wear different hats, you know, was yeah. uh, equal efficiency. You know, I was able to, I have a friend in LA, who's a casting director, so he was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, he was kind enough to give me his account that I can, you know, uh, pick some local people from the area. So I was able to post my auditions there and then I was, uh, well, and then, here I was doing the casting, you know, I was, I already knew I wrote the script uh, uh, and then I knew, I was open actually to, um, uh, to different styles, to different, uh, different types of people, you know, to, in my movie to see, you know, who's playing better. Yeah. And when I saw my actors, I was, I was definitely a hundred percent sure they're going to be, 
they're gonna be the the ones who's gonna be playing so yeah yeah absolutely so going right back to years ago how did you first start to get into writing and filmmaking and all that kind of creative stuff originally i was actually a starting as an extra in the movies you know i played and uh, as an extra in the uh Danny Boyle's movie, uh, Steve Jobs, you know, this is a small role, you know, I played in other uh, little uh, projects, you know, um, um, that were filmed in San Francisco. I didn't go to L.A. for that. So I know some people can make a living of doing uh, extra <laughs> extra roles, you know, in, yeah. uh, for example, Los Angeles or, uh, let's say, uh, other places like Atlanta or where, where they making uh, shows right now mm. but um in san francisco it's it's just like it was like a hobby of mine yeah absolutely and then i eventually i i, I did the networking with other actors and i had i was i was already deep into photography during that time so um and i did some videography too so yeah that, that's what i'm doing for a living i have a production company for events yeah. uh, different like weddings Stuff, you know so yeah i had the equipment i had i had the you know skills you know and just needed to <laughs> um come up with a, an idea and then yeah yeah absolutely and is it quite fun to be a director and working in the film industry yeah actually yes mm-hmm. that the the actual process of making the movie that's what i like the best you know like of course it, it's important to have like a finished uh, final product you know that you can showcase to everyone but um the process of making it that's when you have lots of fun with actors with it with the crew you know that's when you have yeah. this interesting moments you know uh uh Sometimes you feel like something goes wrong, but you're trying to get around that, you know, challenges, you know, that's all, you know, part of the, part of the deal, part of the filmmaking. Yeah. And working on this film, how easy has it been being a sort of first time feature film director? I take it you've maybe had to learn a bit along the way. I did not think of myself like, you know, I, I wasn't making a big deal out of it. Yeah. You know, I was just doing my job. You know, I was like trying to um, uh, to go on the schedule. So, by the way, like in a big movies, you have uh, separate departments for uh, and then a person in charge and like maybe yeah. a number of people in charge of certain things. But when you just by yourself, you're doing lots of things by yourself. Mm. And uh, I was uh, I was just doing my job according to what I scheduled, what I planned for. But sometimes things went not as planned. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was forced to do something else, and it ended up like really well, you know, some in some cases. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of the future, do you have any more films that you're thinking of making, or perhaps a sequel to this one? I actually do have um, two other um, screenplays that are ready mm-hmm. to go right now. And one of them, I start working on a breakdown, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, I was doing everything by hand, but mm-hmm. there's like, there's, there's, there's a software right now out there, and I found one, and then I can break down everything to, um, it makes, makes life much easier to mm-hmm. um for filmmakers to do that, you know, yeah. um, to like to be like a script supervisor, you can be your own script supervisor instead of like hiring someone. Yeah, you know, so you need to cut the corners, you know, 
in order to uh, um, uh, to to make it in this uh, industry. But uh, you know, um, they're not supposed to be. Uh, this is not supposed to be like uh, compromise. You know, no compromise in quality. I would say in the yeah. story. Yeah, absolutely. And outside of filmmaking, do you get up to anything exciting in your life? Mm, yeah, absolutely. This is um, this is what I want to do. Um, um, yeah. it is challenging, you know. Yeah. I I just like uh, you know when you especially when you come out of your own pocket when you invest money and then you don't know if if it's gonna if you're gonna make it or if you're gonna like if it's gonna end somewhere or not. But um, you know, I I believe I strongly believe if you have a good story, story is the king, you know. Um, so if you have the good story, you can um, you can make it. You need to be confident. You need to be. You need to have a faith in your project, and you need you need to finish. Because I know there's many projects that never been finished. Yeah. You know, lots of people ending up like big percentage of first time directors. They never. They never make their first feature, so yeah. I'm, I'm grateful that I, I was able to to do so. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to finally get it done, and it's out there on one of the major streaming services. It's a great achievement. I believe so, yes. Yeah. It, it definitely is. Yes. So, can you just sort of remind us exactly where we can find the film if we want to have a little watch of it? Uh, if you're in the United States or U, uh, UK... Yeah. Um, you would be able to go to your Amazon account if you have a Prime um, membership, yeah. uh, which lots of people nowadays do. Um, um, you just uh, go to the Prime Video section, and or even on uh, on Amazon in the search bar, you just type in the Thieves Code, yeah. and it will pop up a first result. As a first result, you know you'll be able to watch it for free yeah. if you have a Prime membership. If you don't, uh, there are some renting options there. Yeah. But uh, but I'm pretty sure if people want to see, want to watch it, they they'll be able to find a friend or family member who has the Prime membership and just just watch it. Yeah, yeah absolutely, it's all very accessible. There's no excuse not to watch it. True, true, true. Yeah. Yes, I mean I would say probably the mm, the movie is not for everybody. Yeah. It's not like a family friendly. I would say mm. it's a little more like I would say it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Haven't been rated though, but. Uh, I would say not suitable for kids, you know, for uh, for adults over 18 years old, I would say it's yeah. just fine. You know? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And a lot of young children, it wouldn't be their type of film anyway, regardless if it's suitable or not. Right, true. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. It's been great to have you here. Thank you, Toby. It was a pleasure uh, uh, speaking with you as well. 